Hagiga the Vovam the Aleph, delight and be delighted. Vachana Gufa Milo Machaiva Besimcha. So if we look at the uh, at the Psukim on the Chiyuv of, of this mitzvah of Ru'iyah, of coming uh, to the base of Mikdash we've talked about, but there's also the mitzvah of Simcha. We said there's the uh, the mitzvah of, of, of Ru'iyah. There are various different mitzvahs. One of them is the mitzvah of Simcha. And Simcha is bringing certain uh, korbanot and shlamim and so on. And the Torah tells us in Parshas Ru'ei, V'samachta atau veitecha. And you and your family must have simcha together, and beitecha usually means your wife. So the, we see that the, the wife is chayev with that with that chiyuv. Uh, 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 the Rambam mentions that the although she's not chayev with all the other chiyuvim, but nashim chayavot bemitzvazu in this mitzvah v'samachta, women are women are chayavot, and this is where we learn it from, which makes the conversation between Shmuel and Hannah quite difficult, where we're told at the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, where he's going to, to bring korbanot. Rashi says, Yat dabach mo'adaya, he quotes from the Targum, he's bringing his korban moed, he's going to the, for, for the mitzvah of, of Simcha to the Beis Amikdash, to the Mishkan. Um, and she says, I am just taking care of the little boy who was Shmuel, uh, so you go, I'm, uh, I, I'll, I'm not going to come right now. How could that be? How could she come if there's? How could she say I'm not going if she's a there's a mitzvah she's mechiyevet besimcha, which is the Gemara that the question that our Gemara itself asks, uh, where the Gemara says, oh, the Gemara, the, the, there's a whole beautiful discussion in the Gemara, and the Gemara says Chana gufa milo mechayevet besimcha, is Chana herself not chayevet besimcha? And the Gemara answers that she noticed that Shmuel's a very finicky little child and she, it was important that he stay at home, that he could become ill if he, if he went on the journey, but otherwise she would have gone. Interestingly, that that comment, uh, according to some Gersahot in the Gemara, in our Gers, it says, Amar le'avua. It was Rebbe who asked the question and his father who answered. And, and other Gersahot, it's Amar, le, uh, Omar Abaya. It's Abaya who gives this answer or, or asks this question. It's Abaya who says, is Chana herself not chayevet besimcha? And it's in fact Abaya further up on the page who says, um, they're talking about how the child gets to Yerushalayim, talking about what, what level of child, how old the child is chayev, the father is chayev to take him to the Beis Hamikdash, and the, the Gemara says, it discusses how old the child needs to be, he must be able to ride on the father's back and so on. And the Gemara says, but what's the, what's the discussion? The fact is the child got to Yerushalayim from Haifa or from Eilat, or who knows where, he got to Yerushalayim. So he can get to the Beis Hamikdash as well, the father should have to take him if he was able to bring him with the mother. Clearly he came, with the, clearly he came as far as, as, as Yerushalayim, Surely he needs to just the last little bit of the journey to go to the Beit Hamikdash that he can do as well. Why is it age dependent? It should just be dependent. If you made the journey this far, you can go further. And the Gemara says no. His uh, the mother would have brought him to Yerushalayim because she's chayevet b'simcha. Abayi says ad hachadem b'chayevim b'simcha. The mother is also chayevet with this mitzvah, so she's got to come to Yerushalayim. So she brings the child with. But now can the father separate the child from the mother and take the child to, to the base Hamikdash? For that, the child has to be at a certain age, but he's comfortable being separated from his mother. It's not, uh, it, it's not unnatural for the, for the, for, for the child. Uh, anyway, we see that Abaya here seems to say that this, the woman is chayevet besimcha. Uh, 
The difficulty is we have Gemara's in Kiddushin and Rosh Hashanah, where Abayah says, Isha ba'ala mesamcha. The chiyuv of, of simcha for a woman is not on the woman. The husband has to be mesameach, the wife. He has, to, he has to inspire her with joy and with simcha. And Rashi explains, because we, le- we read the, the, the mitzvah v'samachta as v'simachta, that you must be happy and you must be misamach in the hifil form. You must cause her to be happy. That's the chiyuv of the husband. So it's all the husband's chiyuv. Uh, not, not, the, not the wife's chiyuv at all in that case. And the rival says, if you look at I brought the, uh, I quoted the Rambam at the end on the second page of the, of the sources, where the Ravid actually explains that in the Rambam, that although the Rambam says, Nashim chayavot zu, says the Ravid, lo bekorban, they don't have to bring a korban, what, what does that mean? Shetismach im ba'ala, that they need to have joy and pleasure together. There's a togetherness in the Yom Tov experience. The simchas Yom Tov is husband and wife and family together. She must come with him to Yerushalayim, and he must make her happy. That it's only human beings who have that capacity to, to be able to make someone else happy. To, to, it's something we can choose to do. We can choose to inspire delight and happiness and joy in another human being. We can transfer emotion from ourselves to, to other human beings. And this is something that the husband has to do with his wife on Yom Tov. So according to Abaye, both in Rosh Hashanah and in Kiddushin, it seems clear that he is not Chayev. Uh, in, Kid- in Rosh Hashanah, we have a discussion between Rabbi Zeira and Abaye, the same two people who are central to this piece of Gomorrah, where Rabbi Zeira is the one who says a, a woman needs to have, is Chayev at Basimcha herself. She has to have Simcha. She has to go to Yushalayim and she has the Chiyuv, she has the obligation as the simple language of the Rambam implies. But Abaya says, no, Isha Balam Besamcha, again and again, Abaya says, it's the responsibility of the husband, it's a chiv of the husband, to be Mesameach, the wife. So why here in our Gemara does Abaya say that, um, that she's chayevet b'mitzvah? Abaya says that twice, according to the Girsa, according to the version that I, that I gave you, which many Rishonim have, he says it twice, otherwise he says it once, but he says quite clearly, the mother is chayev b'simcha, that's not Abaya's view. So this question the Baal HaMaor asks in Rosh Hashanah, the Baal HaMaor is, is interesting because as we've discussed, uh, the Tosfus the, the school was developing this whole methodology of analysis, of taking the Gemara and pulling it to pieces and hyperlinking it to different parts of Shas and making comparisons of different sugyas and, and really subjecting it to very rigorous analysis. That's what Tosfus do, does. Uh, during the time that Tosfus was doing this, the, uh, the school of the Reef and the Rambam, their approach was different. So we've talked about that before, that the Reef and the Rambam just state the halacha. They don't tell you how they got there. They don't tell you what the reasoning is. And lots and lots of sforim have been written to try and reverse engineer the Rambam. How did he get there? What was his thinking? What, was he, what did he mean? Because we don't, we don't have that. Whereas the method of the Tosfut was always to show you how. That's why Tosfut is so important for methodology. Um, and, and again, that's why it's so, so serious that today so, so many people learn without learning Tosfus. Uh, Tosfus teaches you how to approach the Gemara, how to understand, how to analyze, how to look at the Gemara as part of a whole system. So Tosfus creates a system. Uh, and the Rambam, the Rif, also have amazing system, but it's not clear, it's not evident how they got there, how they developed it. Uh, the Balamor is very interesting because he was in, in Provence, 
and he learned in, in Provence. And I've mentioned to you that the south of France and Spain were very close. There, was tra- there were trade routes between those two countries. And so there was also the Jews communicated and the Chachomim communicated. So the Balamor had learned the methodology of, of the Balatosphis. And now he encounters the Rif, and the Rif is just bottom line. The Rif just gives a summary of the Gemara and says, these, these are the Halakhas, which is counter to the whole method of, of the Tosma school. The Balamor is in the 13th century. So the Balamor writes a Sefer on the Rif, almost like a Tosfus on the Rif. That's really what the Balamor is. It's like a, like a Tosfus on, on the Rif, and he subjects the Rif to that kind of analysis. And it's on the Rif in, in Rosh Hashanah, that the Balhamor poses this, this question and says there seems to be a contradiction in Abaya's view from Rosh Hashanah and Kiddushan on the one hand to Chagiga on the other hand. And the Balhamor answers that the husband's job, it's not that the husband has the mitzvah on, on his own. The husband's job is to make the wife want to, to seduce the wife into wanting to come to Yerushalayim. Uh, that, that says the Balhamor is his job. And that's a, such, a, such a progressive idea, such an interesting idea that we can do that. Not only can we want something, and we think very often in our, in our business capacities and in our family capacities, if somebody, we want somebody else to do something, we think the way around, around it is to tell them to do it. That's command and control. That's very autocratic. There's another way to do it. You can be misamech, you can make somebody want to. And that's the real art of leadership, isn't it? To actually make somebody, that's what inspiration means. Inspire, you want it to come from within them. When you motivate somebody, it's extraneous. Here's a carrot, here's a stick, and you've got something external that makes the person want to, want to move like you train an animal. But you can't inspire an animal. You can motivate an animal, you can train an animal, you can only inspire a human being. That means you can ignite desire in the human being. That's what marketing is, to ignite desire in the person. And, the, um, and, and that's what his job is. His job is to market the simcha to his wife so that she will want to come. She's free to say yes or no. As Hannah says, just uh, this time, it's better, it's more important for me to be at home. But, but, but his job is to make her want. If he does her job correctly, she's chayevet besimcha, says the Baal Hamor. If he's with them, and generally it's, it's something that they do, they, the husbands do well. And the woman wants to go to Yerushalayim. She wants to go to Yerushalayim. That's what Abai means, says the Balamor. When Abai says that she's the Itate Chayevet Besimcha, she's Chayevet Besimcha, that means that he, having encouraged her and inspired her with this desire to come to Yerushalayim, she now wants to come and has to come to Yerushalayim. So she's certainly bringing the child with her. If he's been Mekayim, his mitzvah, what is his mitzvah? To make her want to come. If he's been Mikhaim at right, she will want to come and she'll want to bring the children with her. If the children have come as far as this, really they can go a little bit further to Yerushalayim is what the Gemara asks. So that's how the Baal Amor explains the Shita of Abai in just such a creative and important way. And, and, and here the, the, the Matmon here is to understand this principle um, of, of delight and be delighted. American Express did some research uh, some years ago on what gives people the greatest pleasure. So they connected electrodes to the, to the brain and they exposed people to different pleasures and they measured brain activity to different forms of pleasure. And the, uh, there were lots of pleasures, but the eight, they, they listed the, the eight most, most pleasurable things and the results are very, very surprising. But the most surprising aspect of the results of all is that fourth on the list of, of pleasure is to get great service. Uh, people tell me, by the way, that since this uh, Haredi family has taken over LL, you experience this now on LL. 
Everybody used to complain about El Al. I'm told now by many people that El Al is like one of the finest experiences of service of all the airlines. It's just incredible that there's been such a turn. Everybody thought, oh, you're the Haredi are taking over El Al. What will happen? It's, uh, that's what I'm told by lots of people that have traveled. The fourth greatest pleasure is to get great service. Do you know what the highest pleasure is, the top pleasure? To give great service. It is more pleasurable to give service, to delight somebody else with service, than it is to be served with great service. Um, and that's the man's job, not just on, on, on Yom Tov, that should be his job all, all year round, is to delight his wife. And through that, it's delightful for him. There's no greater, there should be no greater delight for a man than to be able to delight his wife, to be able to inspire her with joy and happiness. And how often men don't think that that's their job. Uh, I don't know what they think their job is, to make money, to support the family. That's not, you know, that's the physical, that's one of the chiyuvim. Um, but the emotional job that a woman ha has, and we have it in, 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 in the Ksuba, it's clear that that's, uh, that that's part of his, of his responsibility, is to bring ha happiness and to, and to delight and to uplift and to inspire. And that's something, that's, that's our job in everything that we do, is the capacity, we have that capacity to inspire emotions in other people, to uplift people, to, to delight people. We have that capacity. And there's nothing that drives success more and that attracts success more than a person who creates around him an atmosphere of delight that the people who are connected and involved with him feel uplifted. Sometimes you connect with somebody and you feel brought down. You feel drained of energy and you want to just keep away from those people. Sometimes you connect with somebody and you just always feel delighted, you feel uplifted. Those are the people we like to be around. Um, and that is the, uh, uh, the chiyuv of Lesamech. It's interesting that in, in, in Hebrew, well, in English, with delight as well, it's the same word. In the Hifel and the Kaldi, smart is to be happy. Lesamech is to make happy. And the way Abaya learns, and the Ravid brings that la'alocha, the way uh, Abaya learns is that the, the, the chiyuv that we see in the posuk of Lesamechta atauvetecha is Vesamachta atad, you shall be happy, by what? Vesimachta et beitecha, by making your home, your family, your wife happy.